The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. We have 80,000. 80,000. 80,000 chemicals in commerce. Companies are free to put a chemical on the market with zero information about its health or safety properties. You look at some of the things that are on store shelves today and you can't believe it. We have products on the market and nobody knows if they're safe or not and nobody's testing it because they don't have to. I don't want to take the chance of buying something that could be really bad for my family. Well, that's the gang. Chances are you bought them already. (laughs) 80,000 chemicals in our body? Now that scientists can test for a few hundred of those, they've found that babies are born pre-polluted with at least 200 toxic chemicals in their cord blood. If you've had a baby before, you know what that is. Today, we're meeting a dad who wondered why we have all of these chemicals in, in our bodies and how they got there primarily. Um, so he did this movie. It's a documentary. And we want to welcome in Ed Brown, who is sharing with us about the making of unacceptable levels. Ed, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, it's, it's my pleasure. I really is. I, I, love, I love talking about this subject. And, of course, any, talking to anybody from Tennessee. Uh, everybody's so sweet and so nice in that entire state. That's right. Well, and you know, Ann Brock, who's with Flower Sack Mama, she is our kind of our resident specialist and expert, and she helped to put all of this together. And Mortgage Investors Group and the Housing Hour is tickled to death and so excited about helping to bring a premiere of this movie to Knoxville. So we're very excited about partnering with you. And so, you know what? Why don't we jump in, actually, and talk a little bit about specifically the movie? And, you know, you, the lead-in talked about the 80,000 chemicals. First of all, I mean, that that's crazy in my mind. And, and I watched the trailer. How in the world did they all get into our bodies? Well, that's a great question. And, of course, that's where we have to start this conversation. Uh, with an inventory of over 80,000 chemicals in our system of commerce today, and these are all synthetic, man-made chemicals. Uh, our body really doesn't know how uh, to deal with many of these. And, of course, there's a lot of different pathways as to how they get into our bloodstream. And, of course, in, even in the trailer, how, and how you explained so eloquently earlier, how they're getting into our kids, most importantly. Um, so, yeah, we have a lot of chemicals out there. And uh, there isn't really a facet of our society uh, anymore today that can operate uh, without the use of chemicals in one way or another. Um, and, of course, what this film is exploring is uh, how the system came to be, uh, how our kids are polluted, how our bodies are polluted. And so, that, again, this is going into the pathways as to how they got into us. And that's really how, and, and it was a, through a personal tragedy. Uh, my wife had her second miscarriage out of three pregnancies that, uh, that gave me a reason uh, as an asthmatic. And I was born with a cataract, and my wife has Crohn's disease, and uh, all of my grandparents died from cancer. I mean, so all this stuff led to me uh, going out on a journey and, and making a film explaining, helping to at least ask a lot of important questions and helping to explain a little bit about how chemicals get into us. Well, you know, that's a good point. And, and, and Anne, I'm going to have you jump in here in just a second. But, you know, my thought is, is that in your in your trailer, you really played with the emotion of, of my emotions. And it said, you know, why does it have to be only when someone gets sick, someone has cancer, and you had those little children and the close-ups of those kids that don't know any better. They have no idea what's being put into their bodies. So why is it, as a society, as a government, a community, you, you know, these are not, I mean, yeah, I guess they're all new scientifically proven things, but what's going to move the needle? What is it going to take 
for us to get something done about this. I mean, this is a good start, this documentary, certainly, but what else can we do? Sure. Well, that's a great question. What's going to move the needle? You would think that a statistic of one in every two men and one in every three women who will have cancer in their lifetime would be enough evidence for us to sit back and say, what is going on? When you have one in 88 children that have autism in this society, we have to sit back and say, something is happening environmentally because our our genes simply do not change that quickly to allow us to understand it in that sense. So in an unscientific filmmaker kind of way, I sit back and say, all right, well, you need to build awareness. You want everybody to be aware that this is happening. And then as we work with government, we work with companies to phase out things and to try to make the world a cleaner place. And because here's the thing, is it, is it going it, to, if you want to say, say a great hypothetical, how about one in every one? <laughs> how about 100% of the population will encounter cancer in their lifetime? Will that be enough to make that kind of a difference and that sea change that is necessary so we understand what synthetic chemicals are doing inside of us? Let's hope not. Yeah. But basically, you know, we're a consumer-driven society, so that's what I want to do. You know, at least you can do something for yourself right now today. Um, and, and your buying power has a lot to do with that. Well, Ed, as a mom, I'm somewhat encouraged that the American Academy of Pediatrics is publicly saying we need to update the Toxic Substances Control Act and we need to improve these policies. And this, the American Academy of Pediatrics has been publicly saying there is a link between a lot of these things in our environment and these health problems. And even if we don't have all the answers, it's good to hear that you have a pediatrician who is so popular, Dr. Alan Green, actually in the documentary, and he discusses that environmental link between health and our children. So that's really powerful, isn't it? Can you talk about how more and more of the leading pediatricians in our country are getting on board and they're finally, even though it's late to the game, they're finally starting to help get that good information out to help empower parents. The thing about pediatricians that most people don't understand that they're on the front line of this problem. They're seeing this literally every single day. And so whenever you talk to somebody like Dr. Alan Green, who had his reservations at the beginning, but certainly has understood over the course of a decade or more of research, he's starting to understand just like everybody. And, of course, Alan is one of the great uh, one of the great touchstone innovators whenever it comes to understanding more about this problem. The pediatricians are dealing with this every day. There's another individual named uh, Dr. Paul Winchester, who I dealt with at the St. Francis Hospital in Indianapolis. He's also with Indiana University. And, uh, you know, he, he is a neonatologist, and he has seen his business explode. And he, said, and he said, quite frankly, I'm the guy as a neonatologist that you want out of business. But the fact that his business is booming has given rise to a tremendous amount of pause and, of course, of of fierce understanding and rigorous research that is going on all the time to try to understand what 200 chemicals or even more. See, they only knew that there were 200 chemicals in the core brother children because that's all they tested for. Now, could could there be 10,000? Possibly. Could there be 15,000? Possibly. But that's all they had enough money to spend on this study for. So it could be even a lot more than that. So as we understand that, that's, that's really, uh, it's really powerful. You have to have that. You have to, if you're going to do a documentary, you have to have it backed up by great science and great resources and top minds. And we were really pleased to, to have Dr. Alan Green. And we can't say enough. I can't thank him enough for all the work that he's doing every single day. So those are the types of people. If, 
like Linda, Linda Birnbaum from the National Institute of Health. She's the director of uh, the environmental program there. And, you know, she was at our screening at the Capitol uh, of just a little over a week and a half ago. And, you know, I, so these are people in government <laughs> facilities that are understanding that this is a real thing and it's a real problem. So we really have to do something about it. Well, Ed, you inspire me as a dad. You inspire me as a guy who loves sports and loves his kids and is not ignoring that this is important. You and Kevin both so impressed me. I'd love to hear you guys talk about this as because you're both really role models for those other dads that need to just pay attention to this. You know, my husband might not read a book about this subject, but I think he might like to go to the movies with me. And I might have to tell him it's a David Keith movie to get him there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I I need him to see unacceptable levels because I need him to understand that this is important. What do you think, Kevin? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, and congratulations, by the way, on, on your recent, uh, the recent birth of your, of your child. Thank uh, you. Congratulations on that. And, you know, you, you also, on, in the film, you talked about experiencing the tragic loss and having the miscarriages, um, you know, and, and so you had uh, a real life situation come up where there's probably a good chance it had something to do with our environment. I'd say it probably did. Um, but why is it And this is something I always think about. Why is it that some kids are not affected, but others are? There was a great example by an individual who was just with me the other day in Nashville. He's from Vanderbilt, uh, university, Karoli Mirnix. And, uh, he said this, and I thought this encapsulated it so well. He said, you know, bee stings, aren't a big deal to most of us. It hurts a little while, and then it goes away. Bee stings in society aren't a big deal unless you're allergic to bee stings, Mm. and you could die. So all of our bodies, and he said with 80,000 chemicals out there, you know, we are all in the 1% in one way or another fitting into one of those categories somewhere along the way. And I thought the way he said it was so eloquent and so beautiful because I thought I couldn't have encapsulated that well. We're somewhere. Our bodies is we're all different. We're all unique in many, many ways. We're all the same in many ways as well. But the way we're, we're all going to react to things differently. Take a look at allergies when it comes to food allergies. Some people are deathly allergic to peanuts. Most of us aren't. So that's why most of us don't sit back and fear peanuts unless right. you're allergic to peanuts. That's so a good how do point. you know? So when, what, what an endocrine disruptor, what a carcinogen, what, what any of these chemicals are going to do that are in synthetic and out in our, in our system of commerce, what they're going to do to you, it's very difficult to say. Now, it doesn't mean you're going to live in fear, but it means you certainly should be aware of what's going on. And this is a very dire situation for everybody. Yeah. Well, we are so glad to have the director, Ed Brown, of Unacceptable Levels. And this documentary, which has been in New York, it's been in L.A., it has won awards and it's coming to Knoxville, Tennessee for one night only on Tuesday, October 22nd. And thanks to Mortgage Investors Group and the Housing Hour, they are making the first 50 tickets. And you need to get online and get these really quick because they're going to go fast. The first 50 tickets are going to be at the special reduced price. After that, we can't give you such a great price. Uh, and you need to go to the Unacceptable Levels website to find those. And of course, we'll have links at the housing hour. I'm sure I'll have more information um, at flowersackmama.com. But that is October 22nd at 7.30 p.m. It's at the Carmike Windsong 16 on North Peters Road. And we are so pleased to have, as well as co-hosts, Three Rivers Market, who'll be doing some special promotions, and NYR Organic Independent Consultants. We'll even have some fun door prizes at the evening of the of the uh, screening from Smart Toys and Books. 
everybody loves them. And so as long as they don't have the chemicals in their products, they have a lot of smart choices for parents. They do. They have a lot of the great natural alternatives and those toys that parents are looking for. Yeah. And I guess I don't get why. Sorry, Mark. I I don't get why we're even allowing for these products to even be sold in the United States. That's I mean, in, in these, I think. People who are, are decision makers, they they hide behind the the glass and they they don't want to talk about it. Senator Alexander is one that has been proactive, I think, somewhat. But that I just don't I don't get how we can actually when it's been proven the backpacks they cause sexual deficiencies or whatever. It's just a right. link. So, why, why are they still in backpacks? Then? Yeah. Well, it why? Just, it gets really complicated, doesn't it, Ed? I mean, and 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 maybe we can change public policy, but maybe we have to right now just vote with our dollars and we have to get informed. And when we go to the store, we buy that safer product. What but do you it, think? it has to do with lobbyists as well. Right, Ed? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, as far as what the federal government's going to do or even our national or, or, or our state government or local governments or anything like that, um, it's, it's difficult to say. What, I mean, we all know how, how politics works. It's going to be a difficult um, elephant to get off the dime. So what it comes down to for all of us, we can do something about it today. We can't do everything right now, but we can certainly do something about it. Well, um, yeah, and what we can do is we can go to unacceptablelevels.com, buy your ticket, and then take that and send it out to all of your friends and tell them about it. And then, you know, there's going to be a wave against this movie as it becomes more and more popular. I mean, you can already see that happening. Um, there's going to be those out there who don't want to get this message out. They're going to do everything in their power to shut down this movie and its popularity because it means for them loss of billions of dollars. Potentially, so what we have to do as a society is to put our big boy pants on and get out there and promote this cause. Mark, sorry. I, well, just I love a, it. A, I love it. I, I, I could have said that better. Okay. Ed, how's the movie been received? Uh, you know, overall, it's been received very well. It, it, people who have gone to the theater to see it. And like in Nashville, we had a standing ovation. I, I, okay. I've never seen it a more boisterous crowd than in Nashville. They were out of the seat and they were cheering, and I, I was kind of overwhelmed at the moment. Well, that's um, you awesome. Know, and for the most part, I think people they they like it. They go away from the film and they they feel like they have to make a difference in their own lives. They have to do something yeah. immediately. And I think most of the time they're changed, and that's exact and that's accomplishing. My goal as a filmmaker, as a catalyst for change and trying to make a difference, that's yeah. exactly the result I was looking Well, Ed, that is awesome. We're going to do everything we can to promote this show. Go to thehousinghour.com. You'll get linked in to purchase the tickets. The first 50 will be discounted on behalf of mortgage investors and the housing hour. And I tell you what, Ann Brock, I want to appreciate you. I'll tell you, I thank you for bringing this, this to our attention. Um, and we also want to thank David Keith and Mark Griffith, our co-host. Ed, we got to go right now, but thank you. And we'll see you next time right on the housing hour.